Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week, we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations, and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. Absolutely. I'm Tony. Wow. And I'm yeah. Peggy. <laughs> and we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a vintage trailer for now. Okay, for now. Looking to share big adventures yeah. <laughs> and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. Yes, we are. So if it sounds a little like an echo chamber in here. Because it kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> uh, as some of you know who follow this podcast, we are in the process of moving to another state. We currently live in Northern California amongst vineyards and such. <laughs> we are selling this house and moving to shiny New Mexico. <laughs> shiny New Mexico. And, and so we've been selling yeah. a lot of, of our furniture and our rugs and our all the things that, yeah, that absorb soften, echo. <laughs> soften the echo in a room. And we are also not on the road because we are waiting for our new trailer to be that's built. right. Oh, I said that it's a trailer now. Oh, you did. So we're well, we're we're waiting for our new trailer to be built, and we will tell you more it about that. It won't be that much longer before no. we start talking about it. That's for sure. Probably <laughs> endlessly ad infinitum. But yeah, Peggy's been actively selling off all the stuff in our house, including rugs and tapestries and. Just soft stuff. So all the rooms that used to be nice and quiet for recording are now <laughs> echoey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only thing left in this room are curtains and recording equipment. So <laughs> if it sounds a little echoey, we do apologize. And it won't get any better. It won't get better till we get a new place to record. Or record on the road again. Well, that's a new place. Yeah, that's true. It sure is. <laughs> well, speaking of being on the road, one of the things that we have been seeing a lot is finding work on the road. You know, this is the time of year where a lot of organizations and companies are hiring RVers for summer jobs. Yeah, campgrounds, public lands, amusement parks, all kinds of organizations are looking for you. Even Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon. I think Amazon's almost always looking. Always, yeah. And then there's, you know, I, well, we, I think we actually can make a whole episode out of things that you can do. Hey, you know, yes. at one time we asked a question and someone answered, uh, there were a few people who answered, I wish I had more time to go camping. Yeah. And work camping might actually be a way that you can get on the road and camp more. And yeah, still be able get to paid work. to work from the road. And we did two podcast episodes in the early times all about work camping. Uh-huh. But with updates and new information, I actually wrote an article about finding work on the road and some of the opportunities that are out there for RVers. And there are a lot of opportunities for RVers. And so we will put a link to the article about Finding work on the road. Great. In the show notes for this week's episode. And this week's episode is number 147. All right. Speaking of the website, we have had a comments functionality on the website since I built it. Oh. Yeah. And apparently it hasn't worked. No wonder no one ever talks to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always wondered. I'm like, wow, nobody leaves nobody comments. Nobody ever but leaves a comment a on our articles. Yeah. There was a glitch. And so I fixed it. All right. So if you read an article and want to comment, 
you can now do so. Yeah, all right. So well, good. Yeah, and there have actually been some comments that have rolled in. So thank you. Good. And as part of legacy on the website. I've been building collections of relevant topics. So there's topics about buying an RV, topics about towing, all kinds of stuff. Now I could probably build a collection of work camping. Oh, there you go. Actually, Anyway, that's all on the website at stresslesscamping.com, including this week's episode and the show notes. For all the episodes. While you're out on the road, one of the best things you can do is camp for free through boondockers welcome yeah but don't forget that they are about to increase their price for new members so if you are interested in joining boondockers welcome go to our website discounts and deals page and get a discount while you can you'll always be able to get a discount but starting in may sometime that discount is going to be on a higher price for new members the price is going up by 29 bucks in may but they said you can lock in the current annual rate if you sign up before then so uh, not only do you lock in the current rate but you have like 2900 private host locations all across the country that you can stay at it's private parties you know someone's front yard or backyard or side yard or barnyard uh, yeah we've (laughs) stayed in all kinds of really nifty places yeah and they don't charge you to stay there it's just a simple membership for belonging to boondockers welcome and then you can find all these thousands of places across the u.s to stay so right and a lot more of them i think more and more all the time are offering hookups we have a boondockers welcome site and we have water available yes we We don't have we don't have others very easily but there are places we've been that hooked us up and one place that even gave us starlink yeah that was amazing (laughs) so lots of choices Lots of places to kind of help with the crowded campground situation. So Boondockers Welcome, we really like it. We really use it. And we have a discount and the price increase will not affect current active members. Right. You'll stay the same price that you've always been. So if you're not a member already, sign up through stresslesscamping.com. Discounts and deals. I think it might be time for a slightly a throwdown sort of kind of yeah so there are lots of opinions (laughs) about rvs with bunks about bunkhouse rvs and some myths too and some myths and so what we thought we would do is kind of talk about the good talk about the bad i feel like that's the beginning of a theme song to something yeah there's like a whistling (laughs) song that goes with it anyway but yeah bunk models and should you get one even if you don't have kids or if you have kids right does that make it more on the positive side or not right yeah so bunk models you had a bunk i had i had i slept in the top bunk of a bunk bed from the age of probably seven until 18. (laughs) I can say in all my 29 years on this planet, thereabouts, I have never slept in a bunk bed anywhere. Wow. I even kind of slept on the top bunk in the pop-up camper. There was a pop... Wait. There was a top 
It well, was a pop top? <laughs> pop top. You know, when we were in the pop-up camper and I would have to climb up into the overcab bed. Oh, well. That was kind of like going up on the top bunk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's stretching it. <laughs> that's stretching it. That's much as me saying I'm 29. Right. <laughs> yeah. Then that makes you top dog if you're up on the top that's bunk, That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. So when I was selling RVs, a lot of people would come in and they had kids especially tweens and teens. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we got to get a bunkhouse because it's the last couple of years that little Johnny or little Susie is going to camp with us. Yeah, depending on the age yeah. of those precocious, lovely darlings, they <laughs> might be ready <laughs> to <laughs> not <laughs> camp with you already. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid and I was a teenager, what I was mostly interested in was the girls. And <laughs> camping and going with family on vacation was about the last thing on my mind, unless I could at least bring a friend or five, right? Right. I mean, those are the times when you're bringing all these people. So if you are financing an RV for a good long period of time, as many people do, Mm -hmm. and you're buying this RV with the idea of, well, for the next two years, little Johnny or little Susie is going to go camping with me. And then you find out little Johnny and little Susie have zero interest in going camping with you. I well, would depending say, on how little they are, that's... Well, right. You know. <laughs> I mean, like, little littles are probably thrilled to go right, with Right, but when they're getting to driving age and they're allowed to stay home by themselves, they, they might wanna. prefer to do that. On the other hand, I the fondest memories I have are going camping with my family. So not we're not saying that all kids are going to be disinterested in going camping with you, but you know your kids, you know your family, you know your lifestyle... Be really honest about yourself whether you're going to really need those bunks for those kids. Right, because many RVs have provisions for sleeping multiple people, depending obviously how many children you have and how old they are and who they are. You know, mm-hmm. There's not just one kind of child. Right. I would be very honest about what is happening today and what do you expect is happening in the next three to five years. Right. We got a lot of people who would buy a bunkhouse and the kids just never went with them and a year or two later they were trading them in yeah that's why i suggest if you are planning to get a bunk model trailer and it's specifically so your teens or tweens can go with you they may not however that's not the end of the world even if you already bought the darn thing that's right because especially if it's one of those double bed over double bed that is a heck of a lot of storage space yes it is i mean some of the double over doubles have big bunks that can hold hundreds and hundreds of pounds yeah and so for example our friend michael bracewell the travel trailer guy who's done some really great videos and we can link to his channel michael has done some wonderful things with the bunks in his trailer for storage and organization and such and it does open up what you can do with your trailer if you have the bunks because let's be honest usually they have those teddy bear mattresses yeah and i'm not saying they're lousy but you're gonna if you do have someone sleeping in them you might need new mattresses anyway unless you're a chiropractor oh man (laughs) all right we also have a friend who turned the top bunk into the Catty, not catio, because catio is that thing that sticks out the window so the cats can kind of go outside. Oh, but that's right. Into like a whole cat loft. They yeah. had the cat's beds and the cat's feeder and the cat's litter box. Litter box. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. They just turned instead of, you know, well, fine, Johnny and Susie, if you don't want to go, we'll just take little Mouser. Mr. Fogfire, <laughs> whatever. 
Mr. Feifer. Mr. Feifer. I don't know. Feisty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be the thing. We bring Feisty with us. We have a cat that came with the house <laughs> that is very, very friendly. She but does not go camping no, with us. No, not at all. Although she loves going inside the vintage trailer. Yeah. She really loves to explore that. Maybe we should try to bring her once. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we've seen people do some nifty stuff. Oh, by the way, we're also in the room with the cuckoo clock. Right. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to have it a little bit better. But anyway, that's okay. Just I will on, talk right? over the cuckoo clock. There, done. There. Bing, bong, boom. So also dogs, some dogs love to be in crates. And a right. bunk might be a good place. You could even put a little ramp so the dog could get up in the bunk depending the bunk on the dog. The bunk could actually be the crate or the place. Instead yeah. of actually putting a crate in, the pet might just like to, the dog might just like to sleep on the bottom bunk or the top bunk, but... That seems a little less likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. The top is for the cats and the bottom is for the dogs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> dogs and cats living together. Oh, wait. <laughs> little Ghostbusters. But yeah, that's, that's another option is if you have pets, like you could have the top bunk be for storage and stuff and the bottom bunk be for the pets. Mm -hmm. So if you do have a bunk model, there you go. Right. So as Tony said, if you have bought a bunk model already and your kids decide they don't want to camp with you, do not despair. We have lots of ideas. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> even, I mean, I know people who have bought bunk model trailers who don't have kids at all. They're retirement age or whatever it happens to be mm -hmm. and they use it for crafts oh and so they've put for example quilting supplies or right. sewing machines mm -hmm. or all kinds of stuff like that in the bunk area so bunks you know usually that's a lot of storage yeah capability now in a lot of models isn't it true that the bottom bunk will sort of flip up maybe against the wall and then that gives you sort of an open space yeah that's another thing i mean if you're looking at bunk models some of them do have the provision where the bottom bunk flips up and you can put bikes or kayaks or, or a desk a desk or all kinds of nifty stuff in there and then there are even some where the bottom bunk has a door to the outside either at the back or over on the side and you can get to your stuff sort of like way. a cargo door where you can easily yeah. get your bicycle in and put it in that space where the bottom bunk is flipped up and then that still works even if you have kids you get to camp you take everything out flip the bunk down and there's the bed yeah. bing bang boom you're you've got the yeah, bed, these so. bunk models actually sound kind of cool yeah they actually are <laughs> well and then there are some bunk models where and this is probably if you do have tweens and teens these might be more popular where they have a, a whole separate room just with the bunks in right it. and yeah. this gives them a place to go that's sort of their own yeah and also if they do something dumb as i used to do when i was that <laughs> age you can say go to, go your, to room, your room <laughs> and they have one so it all works out kind of well there you go then oftentimes those models will incorporate one of those trifolds. It's kind of like a futon, but it's not. Mm -hmm. But it's like three cushions that are sewn together, and it makes a couch by day and a bed by night. Mm -hmm. But here's a tip. Oftentimes, those sofa beds are not attached. They're just there. Oh. And you can pull them out, and then you do have a great office. Right. And especially if you're road schooling 
your Wii ones and you have, you know, let's say there's enough bunks and you still need the space, you could set up a desk in there and it works out really, really well. And that way they have their own space. So it, it kind of works out. Yeah. So have you decided on a bunk model next or? Well, we haven't necessarily. <laughs> no, that's true. Not that we've decided against one, but, and also let's, we keep talking about teens and tweens, but those double size beds are also big enough for maybe not us, but a well, lot of adults. There are some, <laughs> there are definitely bunk models where even our size adults can easily sleep in there. And so that, you know, if you go camping with friends or let's say you like to go hunting or fishing with your buddies yeah well one of them can sleep in a bunk and you have the bed right right fishing gear or hunting gear on the second bunk and bam yeah so that's another thing so one of the things that i've noticed in all the rv reviews that i do is that a lot of bunk models are built to price because they know you know families want something a little more affordable uh-huh. i'd say the majority of bunk model trailers have the smaller RV oven, which really is only good for pizza and cookies. Yeah, it's kind of weird because you, the whole, you know, kind of the point of having a bunk is because you have a lot of people. So you assume you need to cook a lot of food and then yeah. they give you a tiny little oven to yeah, try to again, cook it because in. Because they're built, I don't, they should just quit selling those smaller ovens altogether. They're just <laughs> worthless. Either give me no oven, which is happening in some models, or give me an oven I can actually use. Well, but those some people only want to bake cookies. <laughs> I think what it is is they spec out an oven. They, they get the say cheapest, it's an yeah, oven. The accounting yeah. department's like, get the cheapest ovens you can. Right. They get that. And again, because a lot of RV decision makers don't go camping. They don't know how, how worthless it is. Yeah, it's, they're not good. I mean, I know people who use them and use them. They've accommodated the oven's idiosyncrasies. But, you know, if you've got a bunch of folks, you want enough oven to to cook there. So right. that's what we think about bunk models. What do you think about bunk models? I think we have a place where people can answer that question. And we will have that in a little bit. But first, a word from Amazon. How would you like to help support this Stressless Camping Podcast and website for free? Oh, why wouldn't anybody want to do that? Well, you can. Our discounts and deals page on our website has all kinds of great deals and discounts that we enjoy ourselves. But we also have a link to our Amazon store. And if you buy stuff on Amazon, which of course we all do, if you click on that link first, we get a teeny tiny cut of what you buy. Now, that doesn't raise the price of what you pay at all, but it does. Basically, Amazon just wants to see if we're referring people, and so they give us a teeny tiny cut if you click that link, and so it helps support us, and it doesn't cost you any more, and you still get to buy stuff on Amazon. So it's kind of cool. Win-win. Yeah, winner-winner. Chicken dinner. And you could even probably buy chicken dinner on Amazon. <laughs> probably. And using, you know, clicking on our link first will... I mean, we get it, I guess, like we get a pee if you're having shepherd's pie or something like that. There you go. Isn't that cool? So we get a piece of the pie. Oh, boy. All right. As you know, we have talked to the founder of Sylvan Sport, 
and we really dig a lot of their product. And they reached out to us and said, hey, you've been doing a lot of RV toilet reviews lately. <laughs> we have a gadget for you. And so, Peggy. So they said, hey, I see you have a toilet. We've got you covered. Oh, oh man, I'm just flushed with excitement <laughs> over that. So Sylvan sent us the Privy Bivy, <laughs> which is those tall but narrow tents. So it's about six and a half, or I, th- I think it might even be taller than that. But anyway, it's about a four and a half foot square tent. And I got to take it on my last tent camping trip, which yeah. was awesome. And so I had a tent for sleeping and I had a separate tent for the yeah. other part <laughs> for one of Tony's reviewed toilets. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and I really enjoyed it. I really liked it. I think it was the Sylvan is really great quality. They make things they, yeah, really well. They really do an exceptional job with everything they do, it seems. It was really easy to put together. There's two of those shock poles, you know, with the bungee cord that run through the middle fiberglass poles. So I assembled the poles and clipped them onto the outside of the bivy and popped it up in no time. It doesn't have a floor, which is good because you can also use this as a shower. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a outdoor shower. So it, you don't want to have that filling up with water. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it just sits right on the ground. It has a little bag. It, well, there's a back window. So there's a door on the front. Oh, that's right. Oh, and by the way, the door has a, a crescent moon in it. <laughs> yeah, of course it. it has. Not a hole, but just a drawing of a crescent moon. And then on the opposite wall is a window that you can open. And right o- under that window is a mesh bag that you can hold, you know, paperwork <laughs> <laughs> or shampoo if you use or it for shampoo a shower. if you're using it for a shower and then above the door there's actually kind of a flap and then there's a prop i guess that's velcroed in or it's sewn in and then there's a velcro so you can actually hold that flap open and push that prop up in there and it holds it open so there's a little more venting if you don't want to open the window <laughs> itself it, there's still venting so that it doesn't get too uh, humid while okay. you're showering. Yeah, because you could also <laughs> stick a shower head in there yeah. and use it as a shower, or you could get one of those portable shower devices and hang mm-hmm. it has provisions to hang it i believe in there too there's a hook and then there's also a nylon rope that i used i used to just keep my towel i didn't use it as a shower but when i went to the shower house and had a wet towel i hung it up on the nylon rope inside the bivy inside the privy bivy so there you go sylvan sport privy bivy this week's rv of the week is the lance 1985 i have to say lance just is doing a super good job with their rvs and the first thing i'm gonna say which peggy's gonna jump for joy so hold on everybody Uh here she goes it has steps that don't fold up into the door (sighs) love it yeah it has those are getting way too common Yeah, it has steps that kind of fold up the old-fashioned camper way, but they're aluminum. Or, if you're listening to this in England, aluminum. (laughs) And they also have feet, so they're as stable as stable steps. They fold up under the trailer where steps belong. 
There are trays on either side of the trailer itself. The 1985 is a shorty trailer. It's, I think, 21 feet long. There are trays on either side of the trailer where you can put your batteries. So the batteries are actually in the trailer. They're vented. Oh, okay. And behind locked compartment doors. So, you know, those lithium batteries that we recommend from Lion Energy, they ain't cheap. And so... Uh, you want them locked up, and, right. and you can in the Lance. It's okay. built like that. It also has a compartment specifically to hold your generator. Huh. So there's a compartment for that. It has a leash sort of thing that's like a 20-foot-long metal rope, for lack of a better description. So you can tie up your generator if it's outside or whatever. Oh, because you don't want to run it while it's inside the cabinet. Yeah, I don't believe (laughs) it's meant for that. But you can take it up, pull it outside and run it and still chain it to the trailer. It's got a little lockable toolbox outside. You can get uh, upgrades on the suspension that include shocks. It's There's so many. And we haven't even gone inside yet. I mean, it is a small trailer. And one of the things I just love about this trailer is it uses those dual-pane Lexan windows. And there's huge windows on either side of the bed that you can just kind of crack open and leave locked. Or, you know, open up to, I think, close to 90 degrees. And they have screens and shades built right into the frame. And then it has a windshield, and I'm usually opposed to windshields. (laughs) But this windshield also opens because it's another dual-pane Lexan window. And it also has shades and screens built in. So I kind of dig it in this setting. Lance really likes bedroom windows, I've noticed. They do, and they're becoming more common. Yeah, in the unit that you lusted over for a couple of years. I still do that, (laughs) 2075. It has like a mohawk of a window from the front (laughs) all the way over the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) A mohawk of a window. That's so accurate, and yet it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it does have that. And so the one thing that's interesting about this, Lance, is you can either get it with just a bed in the front, you Mm -hmm. know, just a permanent bed, Or you can opt in a couch and then you get a bendy bed. And I'm not totally sold on that and I have not had a chance to try it. I have been told that the mattress is comfortable. Hmm. I have not tried it. And the person who told me is a very small, light person. And I am neither of those things. By bendy bed, you mean like a Murphy bed, but it folds in half? Yeah, it folds in half. So only the bottom half goes up toward the ceiling? Yeah. 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 And then that... You know, unlike a Murphy bed that kind of goes into the wall and disappears, this one, you can still see the bendy bed, which is in a way is good because then in the daytime you get the benefit of the windshield, but in a way is not good because you have to do something so it doesn't look messy. Like the bottom of the bed. If that concerns you. Yeah, (laughs) like a bed folded in half behind the couch. (laughs) Other than that, you know, it's got a bathroom that goes across the back and Lance uses the larger oven. And this is not a bunk model, but I mean, we should have done a bunk we model. We should have done a bunk model. Right? So the bathroom across the back, I like a lot. I like the big bathroom like we had in the 1905. This is definitely one of the contenders for what is our next RV. We know what our next RV is. We are teasing you. <laughs> so there you go. How do you like that? Ah. But the Lance 1985 is a nifty little trailer. Great. Last week, you may remember the annoying question. I mean, the question about annoying. (laughs) What's the most annoying thing your neighbor has done in the campground? And oh, 
We, oh got, a, we got a lot of responses. Lot. And I, I'm going to say, whether we read some of these directly or not, a lot of them just have to do with courtesy. You know, we've talked before about courtesy and campgrounds and stuff. And, you know, if the annoying things are that people walk through your camp and play their music too loud all night long, let's just all try to remember that, you know, there are rules and they're kind of golden rules. And we should all try to be nice and be polite to one another. But on the other hand, I remember a couple of stories where people were out in the, trying to camp out in the middle of nowhere and so they could make all the noise they wanted and someone came and camped really close to them and then complained about their noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, if you see someone way out in the middle of nowhere, maybe stay a little ways away. Right. So. Maybe they want to be alone. Well, I mean, there are some really interesting ones. Like Wendy Nowaki said, spraying lighter fluid on their fire at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. I mean, the lighter fluid's bad enough, but. <laughs> yeah. Or letting your dogs come and do what dogs do. Yeah, that's certainly one of those courtesy things. You know, I don't understand that people think that it's fine to leave their dogs messes. And I, this is not only in camp. This is everywhere you know city yeah. sidewalks and parks and i yes. just don't understand why that's okay well remember we <laughs> talked to the company that will dna test that's your, right yeah number two from the pooch so it's poo pooch pooch, pooch poo. Poo. <laughs> another thing you know music was a very common thread and lights to people with with lights but here's one that janet pinkham said bagpipes at midnight holy moly and then again at 2 a.m now, I am no fan of bagpipes. <laughs> I will say I do not like bagpipes. I happen to like bagpipes, yeah. but by midnight or 2 a.m., I'm pretty much over it and ready to be asleep. Yeah, bagpipes in the middle of the night, yes and no. Not my favorite. No bueno, as it were. And, of course, also generators and things like that. And here's a funny thing that I think is a universal truth. Loud music is good if it's music you like. Loud music is bad if it's music you don't like. That's right. It doesn't matter how good, how much you love music, there is someone, possibly someone who can hear it, who thinks that music is awful, even if it's Jimmy Buffett. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, there are people that don't like him. Uh, I don't understand it either. Well, fooey on them. <laughs> I'm just saying, your music selection should be for you, not for everyone in camp. Oh, that goes back to one more thing I liked about that, Lance. It had a JBL Bluetooth speaker that came with it for outdoors, not speakers not way the speakers up on the in. ceiling. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so if you want to see those answers, <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> and you can find them at our Fun and Friendly Facebook group, which you can link to from any page at our website at stresslesscamping.com. Just look for the blue F at the top and click that link and bing, bang, boom. You'll be whisked away. <laughs> Aren't you going to ask this week's question though? Oh, sure. I mean, you kind of already did. But... I guess I did. I guess I will. <laughs> Do you have a bunkhouse trailer and have you repurposed the bunks in a creative way or just find them useful? Again, that's the 
the place to answer the questions of the week. That's at right. Our fun and friendly Facebook page. Facebook group. Facebook group. You're Stressless right. Camping Podcast yes. Facebook group. And as Tony said, you can find that on Facebook or you can find that from the website. And while you're on the website, don't forget that you can also sign up for our once a week free newsletter. Yes, indeed, where we have links to the stories, videos, and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your RV experience. Just visit our website and you can sign up on any page right there at the bottom and know that we never share your information and we only send one email a week. That's right. End of story. End of story. And also, of course, as we have talked about a few times today, our discounts and deals page on the website, not only the ones we've talked about, Boondockers Welcome and Amazon, but we have have so many. I'm not going to try to list them. But yep. there are discounts and deals for the, the things that we have been able to get discounts for you and share them with you on, on that Yeah, page. on things that we would buy ourselves or have Absolutely. bought ourselves. No, and prob- of course, for the most part, have bought yeah. ourselves. <laughs> That's for sure. And of course, we are in all the social places, as mentioned. But you can start at StressesCamping.com. Click those links at the top. And as I said, be whisked away whisked like magic. Away. We also have all the notes for this week's episode, uh, including the links and such. This is episode number 147. And, of course, if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast. It's free! It's free to subscribe on any podcast catcher. And we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. Indeed. And don't forget that a review will help others find this podcast. And the more people who listen the better the guests will get. So you don't have to listen to us. That's right. Because we know you like it when we have guests because then you hear less of us. Yes, indeed. (laughs) So, well, as always, we sincerely appreciate your putting us in your ears again this week. We hope you're having a fun, stressless camping week. We look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, happy happy camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! It has steps that don't fold up into the door. Love it. Yeah, it has. Those are getting way too common.